This is your host, your author, your transformational speaker, and your life coach, Lonnie Grant. So I'm just excited today, you guys. I am super excited. Um, I just want to give a huge shout out before we get started to Vox Wave Radio. They are super amazing. So shout out to Reggie Rich and giving a big shout out to Mr. Ron, our fabulous engineer here at Vox Wave Radio. And if anybody wants to be become a guest on the um, in the Breakthrough Lounge, please, please, please email me, beautyafterbroken at gmail.com. Reach out to me, or you can call me, 240-547-4358. And again, I am Lonnie. So if you want to become a guest, you have a breakthrough story that you are like, yes, my viewers, the audience need to know your breakthrough. 
So I want to give uh, some just huge shout outs to some of the women because this is Women's Month, you guys. So I want to give big shout outs to a few friends of mine that have businesses. And I want to shout them out because I want you to be able to go support them. So I have a young lady by Arena Tyler. She owns the Tyler's Body Makeover. So if you guys are looking to get fabulous, you're getting fit, don't wait to the summertime. Don't wait to the, you know, the, the weather drop. Head over to Tyler's Body Makeover, get that workout in. She has fabulous classes over there. They have boxer size. They have um, weight training over there. They have all types of things that will fit your needs. So don't feel like, oh, that sound maybe, you know, I don't know. Check them out. Fabulous um, owners. They are amazing. Also want to give a shout out to Valencia's World, which is Ms. V who owns and operate different businesses such as life coaching. She's a wellness coach, health coach, um, homeschooling, daycare, you name it. And she's actually good at all of them, you guys, because you always hear people trying to do a little bit of everything and they quite haven't mastered anything, but that's not her. She's super amazing. So her name is Valencia um, Clipper Davis on social media so head over um there i want to give a shout out to miss marnell who also is a fabulous um entrepreneur and doing some amazing things in the community with her um organization that she's doing i'm super proud of marnell um she had she has so many things she does zumba she has a girls program so giving shout out to her trying to think of who else that I need to just give a huge shout out to Lady T who owns and operates hair creations she's doing amazing things so if you're looking for a nice hairstyle and just looking fabulous and she's going to give you what you need her name is Lady T so you guys I just wanted to shout some of my friends out and some of the people that are doing excellent work in the community so tonight, you guys, I want to share with you in the Breakthrough Lounge something that has been super pressing to me, which is the village. So I want to talk to everybody tonight about this village. I believe a, a village, when I hear the word village, I think of everybody hands on deck, right? It takes a village. When you hear that phrase, it takes a village, right, to raise a child. And it really does. But you guys, we have gotten so far away from the village. It's the village that we're missing in today's society. And I'm trying to figure out a way, how do we get the village back? Because I do not want to believe, you guys, that the village is gone. I hear so often with people like, well, Lonnie, this generation, this, this, I don't think the village should be back. I do not want to believe that. I believe that there are a group of people out there who still believes in the village, still believes that, hey, you know what? We got to hold each other accountable so that we all can make sure that our community is okay. But guess what? It doesn't, it's not going to take a few people. It's going to take multiple people to make the village work. You guys, we have, 
we gotten so far away from the village to the point that we can't say nothing to anybody no more. We see a child out in the community doing something that they have no business. People are afraid. They're afraid to even say anything. Why? Because you have their parents who don't want anybody to say anything to their child, right? But the moment you see that same child out in the community that maybe they are in an altercation, maybe they're getting bullied, you want adults to be able to help, you know, to help out. Because you'll hear people say, well, there was so many adults around. Why didn't anybody do anything? Guess what? You, where people are scared now to even say anything because they know when they did say something, when they seen your child acting up, they got cussed out. You know, so it's those type of things. If we more mend it together and actually make the village again, some of the crime and some of the things that we're saying would, would actually be at a low, it would be low because now everybody got hands on deck. But we have to get back to that, you guys. We have to start teaching our children about the things we went through as the village, how the village saved us. When you went down the street, you know if you was acting out, you know that person in, on the block, that person in the community will pull you up and make sure that you was good because they knew, hey, your mother don't play that. Your grandmother don't play that. And they will pull you up. Now... It's just like everybody is allowing everybody to do everything. And it's like, come on, you guys. We got to get out of that thinking everybody is after your kids or everybody is trying to attack you. No, we're trying to save the, our generation. We're trying to save our children. You know, and I say that because I work, as, as most people know, I have a dance company. You know, so I'm interacting with children all the time, every day. If it's not my own company, guess what? People are hiring me to come into their place to train. So I expect excellence out of my children. Why? Because the community, the village expected excellence when they would see us in the community. So it's the same thing. So I demand a certain structure. And because I demand that, sometimes you guys, guess what? I get a lot of pullback. Why? Because people will say, well, I don't want you to say that to my child. Oh, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do And you're like, hold on. Because somebody got on your child does not mean somebody is attacking your child. That doesn't mean that, you know, that your child is just, above the world that somebody can't say nothing to. Come on now, we gotta get better with that. If we're gonna save this generation, the village have to come back, you guys. We have to bring it back because we're getting so far away from it. And I see it every day. Soon as a kid is on the news, everybody now wanna implement everything. Everybody wanna be involved. But what happened when the child needed help beforehand? what happened so that's what we got to catch the children on the front end versus the back end now when we have a casket in front of us don't wait till the casket get in front of us to now want the community involvement now we want to figure out ways that we can implement but there are people in the community who already implemented but guess what they can't say nothing to your child 
They can't say nothing to your child. That's a problem. That is a huge problem that I see every day. School system, educators can, they can't even teach. They can't even teach. Because why? We're going through so much where the moment you try to teach, guess what? You can't even teach. You try to teach, but you can't teach. Because the kid is acting out, you put them out the classroom, they call their mother, they call their, their father, and the first thing, guess what? You getting cussed out. Oh, don't talk to my child like this. Don't do this and don't do that and don't. Come on now, they can't even teach. So now you got people who was passionate about what they do. They went to school for what they wanted to do and now they're in the classroom where they passionate about teaching and they can't even teach. We have gotten so far away from that, you guys. We gotta get, we gotta start holding our children more accountable. We do. We can't keep babying and pacifying and you know, wanting everybody to spare their feelings for everything. This is getting out of control. You that is your job as a parent. You should be glad, like holding your, you and your child accountable. You know, cause I get on my kids all the time about, you know, being on time. Like anybody that knows me that ever registered for my program, they always say, oh, Miss Lonnie don't play about time. But why is it that I get pushed back because I demand structure? That's life, isn't that not life? Is that not life for you to show up at your job on time? So why are we not training our children the same standard is life? And then we wonder why they don't get the opportunities because you already trained them with bad habits. It is sad. We have to do better. We have to. That is the point of most people putting their children into activities, right? You put them in activities so they can learn how to interact. You, you learn how to make mistakes. Let them learn all of these things because that's what make them a well-rounded child. We had to learn. How come my generation, the 80s, some of the early 90s, some of the 70 people, did y'all forget how you were trained? Did you forget that you had to walk in a room and speak? Did you forget those manners that was taught to you? And now that you have children, you forgot to teach them. We're getting, a, we're getting so away from it like, well, you know, it, I, I, I didn't have nothing growing up. And that's the very reason that you need to be instilling those manners and those principles that's going to carry them all the way to the top. That's going to always carry them. Don't get away from it. You know, so I really wanted to touch on that before I bring um, my guest on, who's going to be talking to you guys about her business, you know, some of the things that she went through, the breakthrough that she have gotten. And basically, and I can touch on because I've also trained um, her son who was in my program before, where it takes a village, you know, you guys, so don't go anywhere. We're about to go on break. I promise you, I got some juice for you. I got the goods for you, but we'll, we will be right back. See you shortly.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Breakthrough Lounge, you guys. So I'm glad you haven't gone anywhere. So I just want to make sure that you know the call-in number. If you have any questions, it is 240-719-2560. So if anybody have any questions throughout this interview, I want you to be able to call in and ask any questions. Don't be scared. Don't feel like, you know, your question is not good enough. No, it's the Breakthrough Lounge. So just call in. So, we're, we're back, and we got our phenomenal guest here, Ms. Davincia Warren. Yes, yes. She is amazing. So, I want her to be able to tell you what is her expertise and her business, and she has a lot, and she's super amazing. So, <laughs> Well, thank you. First of all, just thank you for having me, because you know how I feel about you. You're amazing as well. Thank so, you. So, absolutely. So, to be here is, is an honor for me. Um, and um, yeah, so basically I am, I like to say all things money, for lack of better words. Um, so as you know, I am a tax advisor, have been um, in the tax industry for the past eight years, uh, voted one of the top 100 in the, com the country actually for the past three years. Um, so I provide tax advice to both individuals and small businesses like yourself. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm, um, a I'm a client. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Happy client. That's important. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, so, uh, for me, financial literacy was something that was really, really important to me because it was something that I just didn't know. Um, and I, just from my own personal experiences, um, having been on my own from the age of 13 years old having to really just figure it out, uh, it was very difficult for me coming into the world, uh, the real world, for lack of better words, um, and just not really knowing how money worked, and looked around, and that was pretty much the norm. Um, and so for me, it was just, it was inevitable for me to get the education that I needed so that I could educate my people and pretty much change what I like to look at as the generational curse. Right. And it's just the lack of money or the knowledge of the money. The knowledge. Rather. 
Um, and um, so I got into that industry and have been, you know, assisting individuals and families and small businesses for the past eight years. And um, for me, that just wasn't enough. So I went further and I became board certified in, in credit restoration because um, that's one of the one of the other issues uh, that's common in our community is the lack of credit or really the education of even how it works, what it's right. for. what it's for. Yeah, you know, and so we have um, a lot of children who go to college and they're hit with all of these applications for credit cards yep. and they go into debt before they even get out of school. They come out of school with student loan debt. Uh, credit card debt and they aren't even in a position where they can actually take their degree and start a life for themselves right yeah so it's like they're setting themselves up for failure um, so I'm like I, I, I need to know this credit thing I need to understand how it works so that I can educate people so once I got board certified in credit restoration then I wrote a book um, just telling people how to actually establish business credit uh, because we're the in the year of the entrepreneur right around. Yes, yes. everybody is like popping up. Everyone has a business which I think is amazing. Amazing. Yes, we want to work for our own last name and not someone else's so I highly encourage that but we also um, have, you know, a lack of that financial education and understanding and so that's why a lot of times small businesses fail. So yeah. I'm like, you know, if I can educate, first of all, a, an individual on what credit is and how it works, and then if they want to pursue their own business, I can educate them on how to actually establish business credit. So I am um, a published author on Amazon. You can find the book, uh, The Basic Guide to Business Credit on Amazon.com. Right, get that. Yes, absolutely. It's only eight bucks, guys. It's definitely worth the investment. Uh, we'll show you how to separate your personal credit and actually establish business credit for your organization. Um, and that, that's really huge. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't know the difference, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes people go to apply for stuff and they'll use their They're name personal. and mm -hmm. it's like, no, you know, I didn't, for a long time, I never knew what Dunn's and mm -hmm. Bradstreet, mm -hmm. you know, I heard of that and I was like, Dunn's, who are they? They brothers. Yes. Who are they? <laughs> like, who are they? Yes, they're but two very important people. People, they're very important for a business. For a business. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So um, it's it's the, the book literally gives you step-by-step -step guide on how to actually create a business uh, credit profile and how to actually establish that credit for your organization. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, awesome read for eight bucks. Um, but then, so... It doesn't stop there. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> As you said, I do a lot, but I'm not someone that is, you know, here and there. I mean, everything All your that stuff I do, ties together. it ties together. Yeah. And the ultimate goal, which is financial freedom, financial literacy, uh, and financial freedom for generational wealth for our families, right? Yeah. So um, one of the other things that I educate people on, families on, is... Uh, being properly protected, making sure that our families are properly protected. Not just being protected, but actually being properly protected. Um, what does that mean? That means um, if something were to happen to me, and I am a mother of two, as you know, um, if something were to happen to me, do I know that my family is not not only going to have to uh, mourn the loss of me, but are they going to have to suffer a financial burden as well? 
Right. Um, and it's not something that we don't, nobody wants to think about when we're gone, right? Right, yeah. But the reality of it is that if we have children or if we have little brothers and sisters or nieces and nephews that are relying on us, that are depending on us, we owe it to them to make sure that we know if something were to happen to us, if we were not here, that they would be okay. Yeah. We owe it to them. So um, one of the things, like I said, that I do is I just educate families on how to make sure that their families are properly protected, make sure that in the event that, God forbid, something did happen to them, that we know that the people that rely on us financially won't have to deal with that financial burden as well. Yeah. Um, so that's, it's really important because how many times do we see, you know, GoFundMe's yeah. or, or we actually experience a, a loss of a family member and, you know, unfortunately... It, it, it draws a wedge between family members because now we have to dig in our pockets before an unexpected um, Death, ex yeah. expense, right? And you know, the average American doesn't even have a thousand dollars in savings. So imagine, you know, having you know you you're dealing with the loss of a loved one, and then you have to also figure out how to come up with money that you don't even have. You know, yeah. so it it just encourages the financial burden that we're already dealing with. So if we're in a position where we know we could put down, you know, less than or equal to the money that we spend on a on our car insurance or our cell phone bill, something that if something were to happen to me today or tomorrow would not take care of my kids. Right. Then I think you know they people would do that if more people knew about it. Makes sense. And I also think, I believe, I feel like some people do know about it, mm -hmm. but it's not a priority. Mm -hmm. You know, because again, I and I heard you touch on about like the generational curse, mm -hmm. you know. If that wasn't made as a priority in the household, mm -hmm. and maybe looking good on the outside mm -hmm. was, you talking to me is not going to matter because Absolutely. that's, so it's about changing the mindset. Yes. So that, and I probably know like what you do before you can really present, you got to figure out like, well, what type of mindset? Absolutely, absolutely. Am I working because with you? you have to be able to connect with a person where they are because it's a very sensitive subject. It's not something that people want to talk about. Like you said, many people do know, but not many people want to address it. It's, it's a very sensitive subject. But at the end of the day, like you said, it's what we make a priority. And, you know, it's one thing to not know and not do, but to know and not and do, do, yeah. then there's there's the problem, there, you know. It's, it, and it's that. It's just money, just hearing your whole spiel. It's like money, period, mm -hmm. of how we view it. Absolutely. You know, because I remember just growing up in my grandmother household where you're trying to raise all these other people's kids, right? Mm -hmm. And what we saw was you get the check on the first, mm -hmm. by the time the fourth or the fifth, Come, it was gone. So or we stash it under the mattress, yeah. you know, the extra. The extra, but it was very slim. Mm -hmm. And most of the times in those um, households, you heard a lot of, I don't have. That's so true. anytime you went to your parent or your grand, whoever was raising you, girl, I don't have that. I don't have I it. I don't have it. And so, so you hear that, an, hear that enough. So you grow to think, I don't have, have it. it. But guess what? If you tell, whatever you focus on grows. So yep. if you tell yourself, I don't have it, and you tell yourself, I don't have it, will you have it? No. Because you put it out there in the universe you to say, I don't it. have it. Absolutely. So it's back to the mindset. It's the mindset. Even like when you deal with taxes, and we're going um, to shift and go to the taxes, mm -hmm. because you see 
every year, right, where people come in, they get their taxes back, they get this large lump sum of money. Mm -hmm. And because I know how you do when it comes to taxes, mm -hmm. you try to, you know, go over with them like, you may want to invest here. Mm -hmm. you, you talk Absolutely. to them in different ways versus like your other tax preparers mm -hmm. where it's like, let's get this done, give me my money, mm -hmm. let's go. It's you so don't good do that, that like that. that. So one of the things that I, uh, I think I mentioned to you this year, we had, um, we do advance, right? A same day advance of up to $6,000. So I'm, I'm in a group of tax professionals, other tax professionals across the United States. And we correspond with each other all the time, just about every day. That's probably the most active group that I have on Facebook. Um, and um, whether it's relating changes or a concern, a question, because listen, there's 20, 000, over 20,000 pages in the tax code. So if there's anyone that tells you they know it all, they don't. So, you know, we correspond amongst each other. So um, one of the things that they, majority of other tax professionals, they shun against offering those advances or what's called a refund transfer. And what a refund transfer does is it allows the taxpayer the convenience of not having to pay the tax prep fees out of pocket. Um, and they will be able to um, have their, their tax prep fees withheld from the refund. Well. The reason why the other tax profession, well, many other tax professionals shun against those types of programs is because it caters to a specific type of group, uh, uh, audience or a specific uh, uh, demographic, right? Uh, but for me, I embraced it, and I'm going to tell you why. It just speaks to my entire cause, and in this in this group of, you know, over a hundred other tax professionals across the United States. When I mentioned this, while so many people were actively vocal about how they felt, how they were against the refund transfers, when I voiced my perspective on it and why I embraced it, not many people could combat it, and I'll, and I'll get to it now, obviously, right? Okay. Um, so the reason why I embrace utilizing that product is because, yes, it does cater to a certain demographic. It does cater to a certain audience. It caters to an audience that, or demographic that might be in a position where they may need some money right away, right? Mm -hmm. Which would be low to medium income, uh, mid-income families, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Which are primarily the families and, and, and individuals that don't have the financial education that they need to change the generational wealth in their families, right? Right. So I take that as an opportunity, and as you said, every client that I sit down with, even if they're in a position where they need the money, because anyone can find themselves in a situation where money is Anybody. needed. Anyone, right? So even if they are in that position, what whether they're a six-figure earner because it's not about how much money it's about wealth management if you don't know how money works having a six-figure income is not going to do anything for you right At all. so I like I said I, I don't I don't um, how can I say um, I don't screen my clients um, I don't look down on them if they want to utilize a refund transfer like I, I like you said I utilize it as an opportunity to educate them on what they can do to make that money work for them what they can do to make that money work for their children 10 years down the line from now I'm actually studying now for my securities license so that I can actually properly educate and um, help clients actually get investments because I want to like I said be all things, things. money yes. yeah and that that 
that's like so important because I just think about being a young, you know, young um, employee, spent up a lot of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. of taxes. And Every most, year. I never had nobody to really talk to me about like, oh, you know what, you know, you might want to think about this mm -hmm. or they just prepare like they do yep. and do your stuff. And then you find yourself in a few weeks and you back broke. Yes. Because yes. of the mindset, you know. Not even understanding that it's, if you started saving uh, $200 a month at age 25, you would have over about a, a $1.5 million by the time you retire. And that's just in saving. That's not even speaking about the money that you earned from actually working or a business that you may have started. That's just in saving. That's $200 it. a month. And how many, we, we spend that on, on eating out. Eating out. We spend out. that on you know, going to, to the store to get a new hat or a new bag. Anything. Or I tell people one of the things that really became a reality um, for me years ago when I did bankruptcy, mm -hmm. and I remember the attorney was like, we, we got to pull all your documents, mm -hmm. right? Pull all your um, stuff. And you had so to kind of look at everything, you, right? When you get to, if anybody get a chance, I know we get our little bank statements in the mail, right? We toss them to the side. Mm -hmm. I would really encourage you to open up, see what you're spending and just your money on. Look, and you will be surprised, especially as entrepreneurs, because mm -hmm. we do eat out a lot. Mm -hmm. We always on the go. Yes. It's times where you talk about breakfast, you out, you didn't drop your kids off, you stop McDonald's or wherever. Then lunchtime come around. Mm -hmm. You got a meeting. Mm -hmm. So now you didn't met somebody and now guess what? You at another restaurant. Mm -hmm. So that's another twenty, thirty dollars. Yes. Then you gotta go back and pick up the kids. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like cooking. Mm -hmm. Of course not. Now you stop at Chick-fil-A. You just stopped at McDonald's. Now that is another, especially you got two kids yes. and yourself, yes. you're talking about $35, about $20, $35. And this, so total and this it up. almost daily. This is daily. Daily, no one's cooking mm -hmm. at all. We're eating. And so when people say, Girl, I don't have it, I'm like, uh, you have it, but let's start to look at where what, what the money is What we can change going. in our lives to allow the results. So this is the thing. When you... A few amount of people will do what's necessary to get the things that only a few amount of people will get, right? So yep. we just have to decide what part of that percentage we want to be. You know what I'm saying? So we can put ourselves in a position. It's okay to not know. That's okay. Yeah. Because who can we fault for that? We yeah. can, we, or we can fault someone for that and stay in that mindset. Or we can figure out what can I do to get this information that I need to change my, because I don't have a college degree. I do not have a college degree, and I want to make that clear, so that for, for those that feel like I can't do it, I'm not smart enough, I, no, you, you absolutely can. You absolutely can. And, and just know that, just get the information that you need to put yourself in that position, and, and the education that we need is about money. That's it. That's it. That's what, and like you said when you was talking about, the, it doesn't matter if you make six figures. Mm -hmm. If you don't know money, because how many of us say, I want to make more money, or I want to make, you know, I need a raise at the job. Mm -hmm. And then they we get it. the raise, and what you do is add another expense. expense. We all do, oh, I'm going to go get me a new car. Well, why would you do that? Hmm. Just because you got a $2 raise, so now we back in the same situation yes. that we was in yes. 
when we first started, were we it's now waiting mindset. on the next paycheck? Absolutely. I, I see clients all the time. They come, you know, tax time is the perfect time of year for, for car purchases, right? But, and that's okay if you need a vehicle, especially if you have a family to support. However, it's everything is about how you do it, right? Yeah. So you have to decide, are you going to take $4,500 of your tax refund and go and purchase a vehicle that will be reliable and get you through the next couple years and where you'll be able to save some money and then go and purchase a vehicle, put more money down so you can minimize your interest rate, right? Yeah. Have a, lower, a, a shorter lease term, right? And, or are you going to take $4,500 and put down on a, on a vehicle that you now have a four or $500 car note towards every month in addition to car insurance? You know what I it mean? It adds up. It, make, it adds up. So if you have a goal and you have something that you're working towards, you have to decide what, you, what are you going to do to get there. We, everybody has goals and dreams. Everyone has goals and dreams. But a lot of us lose them with life. When I know that there was something that you always wanted to do as a kid. Well, I'm sure you're doing it now. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Right? Yes. Right. But not all of us do that because we're like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to, got to, got to, got to, got to. Like you said, I got to get this raise. Then we get the raise. Then we find another expense. But it's, what is it that you want to do? What are you willing to sacrifice to get, to get it done. exactly what you want? Because our goals and dreams can be obtained. Yeah. They can. And don't go off the, I think what get us in trouble a lot is what we feel currently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Life hits, right? Feelings oh, change. I can't, I, I can't, you know, I, it's not the right, I don't feel like mm -hmm. it, I don't, this not a good time, that mm -hmm. is the time, because now it. you got to push through, because yes. remember, that feeling is going to go change. away the next day. It's going to change. So you got to do it, so sometimes when, you know, in different businesses, when you're marketing to people and you're getting them to buy, what people always say is all off emotion. Mm -hmm. It's always people, on emotion. People are super excited. Mm -hmm. They know they don't need it. Mm -hmm. They walk past the, you know, window shopping in the mall. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. You got to say to yourself, do I get that dress? Because I got about 10 black dresses. Mm -hmm. Do I get that dress? Or I remember when I sat down with my tax preparer mm -hmm. and she told me about that one CD that I can actually invest in, mm -hmm. or do I go do that? Hmm. But because the dress is in front of them, mm -hmm. it's emotion. Exactly. They get it and not think logic of a long term. That dress, you're going to grow out of it, yeah. or it's going to sit there and you're going to forget that you had it in there and with you your tags on it. you cannot pass it down to your kids. That's it. You can't pass it. And that's the best way to say it. You can't pass it down so... I always, I always use this saying, you buy what you want and beg for what you need. How about that? Which is so sad because a lot of us have been taught, mm -hmm. girl, you better get it. Mm -hmm. You don't live forever. Exactly. We hear that type of stuff, but it's like, when there's things. When you put a, a plan in place and you build and you establish a system to where you have not only a system where you have people working for you so that you're making money in your sleep and then you actually invest your money, now you have your money working for you in your sleep, you'll be able to do any and everything you wanna do. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It's, it's, it's doable, 
But what are you willing to sacrifice to work get there? You, and we talked yes. about this earlier. Is the work that's it? Is you no, you work hard, work. work hard, hard, hard for a good three to five years, and I promise you, you will enjoy the rest of your life. Yep. And but make sure you're working hard for your last name. Yeah. Because you can work hard for three to five years for someone else's last name, yeah. and you'll be just getting another raise. That's it. And yep. And you got to be productive. Yes. You know, because a lot of, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs be like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm in it. But are you being productive? Absolutely. Is that actually working towards yes. that five-year dream or that goal of what you wanted to see in your bank account? Yes. Or are we just running raggedy? Exactly. Are and we, we, and we have to be able to identify that. Yeah. You know, see, it takes a certain kind of mental toughness to be able to identify where you've gone wrong and what you need to change. We 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 focus on the wrong things. We incur we we em embody ourselves in the wrong things as far as our time. Instead of now, don't get me wrong. I love music. You know that I sing. Oh, yeah. You know that's my that's my passion. However, I rarely listen to the radio. I listen to audios. Um, I watch audio motivational. I read books. Every successful billionaire or six or seven they're figure reading. earner, they're reading. They're, they're reading. expanding their minds. They want to know, what can I do to get bigger? What can I do to also not just get bigger, to duplicate myself? Yeah. Because if I can have another me, mm -hmm. and then I can have another me, yeah. and then I can have another me, I can be anywhere I want to be yeah. in this world. If my children want to learn how to speak Spanish, I can take them to Spain. You understand yep. and get them to really embody that culture. If yep. I if I decided I wanted to go take a girl trip to Jamaica, I can do that yeah. and yeah. know that I'm still going to make money yep. while I'm gone. You know yep. what I'm saying? And it's just with the the passion that you have inside. That's it. All it takes is for you to have a desire and to apply that to your skill set. And if with that desire, you're going to do what's necessary. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So all I'm here to do is just apply that financial education to that passion and with the discipline and those three things combined, your success is inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable. It's like it can take you so many places. Yes. But pe and, and people got to want it. Yes. You know, like in our industry, we have mentors and coaches mm -hmm. and stuff. One of the things that I realize, even in our field, people aren't coachable mm -hmm. or not Ooh. teachable. Mm. And if you really want to make money work for you, you're getting up under people who've been doing this for years. Yes. And, and they're strict. Their yes. programs are very strategic. Absolutely. You got to do homework. Because people, because you see the the people that run in their circle, you mm -hmm. like, you can't sit at this table BSing. Yes. And it's like, if this is where I want to be, why would I not listen to what you have to tell me? Because right. you accomplished what I'm what I'm aiming yes. for. So I'm I'm going to listen to everything. And it's I'm going, going to, to be tough, you guys. Yes. Every next level requires a different you. You have to, and this is one of the things I learned at one of the most recent conventions we went to, um, from one of the multimillionaires that um, I plug into quite often, um, is that. In order for God, we, we all want to get to that next level, right? We all do. Yeah. Everyone does. It, I mean, who wouldn't want to get to the next level? But in order for God to take us to that next level, we got to pass at the level we're at. That's it. You understand? We got to yeah. pass at this level. How are you going to feel like you can manage a business if you're unable to manage yourself? Yeah. 
You, you so gotta. Right. You have to focus on what you can change and fix in yourself, and we can't do it by ourselves. Nope. We have to plug into those who have achieved those goals that yep. we seek to obtain. Who, and it's no joke. It's no Just like if joke. somebody want to intern with you, that internship ain't going to be... You know, a, a cakewalk? Not at all. No. Not at when all. you wanting to train with some of the best top people, and like you said, you have been um, classified and nominated as in the 100 in the country. Yes. Don't think by chance that you're going to intern with me and I'm going to play games with not you. Not at all. Not no, at no, all. No, 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 no. You're not going to come over here just to say, oh, you know, guess, oh, I was able to, you know, mm -hmm. train with Miss Dot No, because you're going to get. No, you're going to work. You're going to work because you're going to really reap the benefits thereafter. You know what I yeah. mean? So many people, so many clients come to me and say, well, what do I have to do to, um, you know, to learn how to do taxes with you? And I let them know. Um, First and foremost, I do a class. You know, I, I created an entire syllabus. I didn't do it this past year because I was working on um, those additional licenses I was telling you about just so that I could be better to my clients. So I took one year off of the class. But I do a, a, a class that's an eight-week course, um, and uh, it does require that you pass with at least 70% on your final exam. Um, but, excuse me, um, but it's not structured in a way where once you're done, you're going to be working for me. Because for me, the ultimate goal is duplication. So if I can show you the success that I acquired, I'm going to benefit anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm going to, everyone that goes through my course is going to come out as an independent contractor with the, the ability to actually brand their own tax firm. Yeah. I have software available to them so that they can actually brand their own software, right? So if you come to work with me, to go to class with me, you're earning a business. So yeah. you better believe we're going to be very serious. So it's, it, it goes from just the history of taxation all the way up to sales and marketing of your brand. So it's very thorough. So it's you, real, real thorough. Absolutely. So, yes, I don't come to play. Yeah. So. And you can't. Yeah. You know, you just like y'all hear you say you took a year off to educate yourself to be, you know, better to your clients. That's kind of what I, what, how, I, how I do things. Mm -hmm. You know how I do. Mm -hmm. When it comes to my dance, I'm real strategic. I go out and do my certifications. Yes. I'm always yes. in somebody's program. Mm -hmm. Because, again, I want the best for my students. That's so if right. I can go find a way that I can help prevent more injuries in yes. our dance community, if mm -hmm. I can get more knowledge so I can bring back to them, just know when you bring your child to me, I'm not going to play. That's right. We're That's not right. doing like what you see around the corner. Mm -hmm. You come in with a whole different mindset That's because right. – the type of people, the coaches I work with, the type of people that I'm connected with, yes. they next level. Yes. So if I got my tax preparer, I got my mentor, I got my business coach, I got my sisters in the circle, if mm -hmm. we all next level, guess what? Come, I, I can't be, games. I can't, I wouldn't even be able to be in y'all circle. Exactly, exactly. You know, so I want people to understand that as they reach out yes. and want certain things from you because. Respect the craft. Res really respect the craft because you also have a business um, where you, you did state that you help people with um, protection. Mm -hmm. Where you can bring people under, you train them and they can join your team and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Same thing. Yeah. Has a, you got to be passionate. Yeah. 
You it's not to. just about, oh, that's good. Look like she make a lot of money. No, it's not about that. It's not. You'll get the money to come. The, oh, you said you took the words right out of my mouth. If you're passionate about what you do, if you're serving God's people, you're serving God. And if you're serving God, he's going to bless your pockets. Yep. You better know it. So you don't you don't go out with the focus of money. If you go out with the focus of money, you're 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 going to fail. You go out with the yep. purpose of of a of a you go out with the purpose of a purpose. Yep. Make sense? Yep. You you want to make sure that what you're doing is not just for you. Yep. Because the not. more that you help, the more that you make. That's, That's it. it. It's a guy that I met recently, one of my um, booking managers, her mentor, Michael Wood, he owns a consulting company. And one of the things he said to me, he was like, people over profit. Mm -hmm. If you treat people great, the, the profit, profit will come. come. It'll just naturally come. But you gotta consistently with the people yes. like really be on top of the people yes. making sure you serve them that's right and everybody won't be your audience so and also people let me say this too because this is so important especially if you're just beginning to uh get just getting into entrepreneurship and just beginning to start a business the people are not just our customers no the people are our people, the people that work with us, the people that, that even down to the receptionist, those are our people because they collectively put together the success or overall success of your business. So we gotta make sure that we're pushing up people. There's one thing to be a boss or a manager and there's one thing to be a leader. There's, mm. a, there's a difference. There's a difference. You gotta make someone want to follow you. That's what a leader is. Yeah. So, a leader has people who follow them, who look up to them, who, who aspire to them. And in order to have that, you have to push your people up. You encourage your people, you motivate your people, you don't put them down, You're, you remain excited no matter what. When we're down, we don't put that on, on, the, on the people, and not, not, not to say beneath us, but the people that look up to us in our business. Yep. We have to make sure that we lead by example. So at all times, guys, we got to make sure that we look out for all of our people. So that the people that I'm talking about are our customers, our supporters, and a supporter may not be someone that purchased your product, but they might have shared your post. They might yeah. have invited people to your event. You know what I mean? So we have to get outside of our head and really just embrace all, all of our of people. Yes. People, period. Yes. So somebody need to hear that right in the back row. <laughs> they needed to hear that yes. because, again, you, you do find, you know, as entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of us are passionate about what we do, but mm -hmm. we never had the management experience. Exactly. Right? We hire people. It don't work out. And the first thing, oh, they ain't work out. But remember, you never really managed anybody. Exactly. So know? it may not have worked out because of something that you were lacking. Yeah. So we got to make sure that we're we're pushing up our people, but that we're open to grow as well, yeah. so that we can be the best leader we can be. You know. Yeah. You got to always remain coachable, like you said. Always remain coachable. Every and and don't take offense to everything. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. as we working with different coaches, mm -hmm. everybody have a different style. I know I'm a person that like to work with people who are more tough. Mm -hmm. That's just my, mm -hmm. everybody don't. Like they'll work with somebody I'm like, oh, I couldn't work with um, him or her because they too tough. They know what to say out their mouth. You, can you get me to where I need to go? Yes. That's all I care about. 
I, I don't care how you say it. We need mental toughness, toughness. to yes. get where we need to if go. If you ain't, you know, coming from a family or calling me out my name, none of that foolishness. If you just requiring me to level up, yes. to get what I need, and, and you're not taking no BS, yeah, you know, you you're requiring me to be the best that I can be. That's it. It's I, not that somebody, oh, they coming for me, or they no, or they attacking my self esteem. No, 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 no. Yes, yes. It's like so none I need of people that. to know that I don't. I didn't just get up and just decide I wanted to do taxes, and I didn't. Even the person that I took the course with, I've expanded my knowledge so far beyond there and I continue to do it every year because you know it's about making sure that we are the best that we can be and I will learn continue to learn every single day every day. I embrace it I, I'm reading every day if I forget if I if I miss a day from reading I double up the next day because I need to make sure that I am not slighting myself I'm not yep. slighting my kids and you your know customers. what I mean it's like and my customers custom, like they need to know because like you said we see it every year people spending up all their money putting stuff on layaway, yes. putting stuff on credit, and then we yes. back at the end of the year struggling, waiting for the next doctor exactly. turn. Exactly. When we could, when, when just a little bit of information can show us how, you know, and I won't get too deep into it, but just how saving at a bank is probably one of the biggest, um, yes, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> for lack of better Remember? words, it's just probably one of the worst things we can do um, because, you know, and I'll I'll touch on it very very lightly, but just so that people can really get a glimpse of what yeah. how serious this information is and how we really need it, and how just knowing it can change our generational wealth. Can change it can change a generational curse to generational wealth. So, the banks, right? We say, what, who do you bank with? Bank of America. Okay, Bank of America. Bank of America. I believe their interest rate and the interest rate for for those that don't know is just the the amount of uh, the rate at which our money is going to grow right right so our money is growing at a such and such percent interest rate right um and we get a check at the end of the year for maybe 10 to maybe 30 bucks from our banks right that's from the interest that we've accrued on our income but is a 10 or 30 dollar check very much to grow on your money after 12 months of saving no okay so, but Bank of America, I believe they give you like 0.03% for for interest rate. I, I know for a fact that most banks don't give you even 1%. And 1% out of 100%, is that a lot or a little bit? So is our money growing fast or slow? Slow. Okay, because they're not even giving us one whole percent. Is, yeah. Okay. So, but just say for the sake of this example and for a better and easier level of understanding that the bank gave us 3% interest, right? So, you ever heard of the rule of 72? Mm-mm. Okay, so the rule of 72 is called the banker's rule. And what that rule says is if you take the number 72 and divide your interest rate into it, it'll give you the approximate number of years that it'll take your money money to double, right? So, for this, like I said, the sake of this example, we'll say the bank is giving us 3% interest rate. They're being generous, right? And we, we've saved up a nice $10,000 and we wanted to put that in the bank. So we put $10,000 in the bank, and our money's growing at 3% interest. So um, you have your phone? I'll take my phone out, so just so that you can see it. Um, okay. So we if we take 72 and divide it by, I'm sorry, <laughs> we take 72 and divide it by our 3% interest rate, it's going to give us 
24 years. years. That's how many years it's going to take for our money to double. So let me ask wow. you this. How many 24-year periods did we have in this lifetime? How many 24-year periods we got left? Mm. So you want to know the proper way to save your money, dwtaxprep.com. Yes. <laughs> so tell the viewers how they can reach you. Yes, absolutely. So you can find me on all social media platforms at dwtaxprep. Our website is www.dwtaxprep.com. Um, and I'm also on social media at Darvincia as well. Um, that's D-A-R-V like Victor, I-N like Nancy, C-I-A. Warren. Warren, yes. <laughs> that was an amazing little concept. So, you know, my mind over here like, mm, mm. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that was some good stuff. So I hope, you know, her education was able to, and you know, enlighten some of you guys. Yes, I get really your hope so. Brain jogging. So the next time you go to do your taxes, you probably know like, okay, I might need to hit her up because she's really <laughs> educating me. Absolutely. So you guys, it has been a great time in the Breakthrough Lounge. I am always excited always so i hope and pray that you have a blessed week i know you will so just claim it don't allow any distractions to get you off course just keep thriving keep doing what you're doing yes. so again until next time be blessed i'll see you next week same time same place bye bye Oh, 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 oh,